0: Uh-huh.
1: Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when we were useful. Huh? We're- Suddenly those good old days are
2: gone. I <laughs> Kristen Karga radio show. B the-
3: our guest be our guest put our service to
1: the test
3: tie your napkin round your neck sherry and we provide the
4: rest
1: i say this calls for action and now
4: So today on the Christian Car Guy show, are you here to serve or be served? Right? Which describes me better, which describes me better, my wife would tell you, road rage or road sage, <laughs> we all have a choice, road rage or road sage, and inside that, Each of us, moment by moment, must consider, as Luminaire did right there, are we here to serve or are we here to be served? And like fine dining, the road sage is also (laughs) counterclockwise. I'll say that again slow. Counterclockwise. You know, I admit this is my struggle. My personal struggle, road rage or road sage so to help the mood let's let's have some fun it's time to play define that defect Resolve that roar trace that tick highlight that hubbub name that noise chronicle that clatter so get ready to call in 866-348 7884 is the number to call in to name this noise. And if they can name this noise, Keith, what are they going to win today? Today, they will win a prize from my vault, a uh, book from my prize vault, book vault. There you go. <laughs> the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault is ready and open for you to call in if you can name this noise. There's a little different noise for you. 866 348 866-34-TRUTH. We want you to call in and win today. Of course, this has to do with setting up the mood for what we're talking about today. Road sage or road rage. <laughs> so... <sighs> We're just going to be honest here if, if you know, and really authentic if we can be today and say, okay, let's think about these things realistically. When it comes to the guy who just zoomed past me, right, five miles of cars that had correctly zippered, merged to the lane, right? I'm in the lane of the cars that were zippered in and merged all in the right lane, and this guy comes zooming by me. Or even worse, an 18-wheeler that just goes zooming by me after I've been in the right lane all this time. So now at this moment, I'm supposed to apply this verse. <laughs> Maybe you've read it. It's First John 4.20, and I'm going to read this in the Robbie Standard Version, which says, If anyone says, I love God and hates Marvin the Merger, he's a liar. <laughs> I'll repeat that again. If anyone says, "I love God and hates Marvin the Merger," he's a liar. Or First John three seventeen in the Robbie Standard version, it says, "But whosoever hath the right of way, and sees his brother hath need, and shut up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him?" <laughs> so, true confessions time here on the Christian Car Guy Show. Who do you struggle to love? To have compassion for, right? And, and this goes beyond. Of course, we, you know, you that that person is just your pet peeve that goes on in your car, and it's got a, It's an opportunity for God to kind of nick your conscience and go, "Really, are you loving that guy? Do you have compassion for him?" But this time of year, as is, is time gets short, I bet if you're like me, you've got a, a cousin Eddie who's coming to your house, right, and he's got his dog snots. <laughs> <laughs> You know the guy I'm talking about. Can you love him sitting there on your couch, right? Will your bowels be filled with compassion when he needs a drink and chips? Hmm? Help me out, folks. I want, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm the only one here. So where is your struggle like that? 866 348 7884. 866 34 Truth. And we're talking truth here, eight, which you've got to dial in, you know, 866 348 7884. Where is it that you really struggle with loving? It could be a, a seasonal thing or it could be that. We've got Edison is in Virginia. He's got to an answer for us on Name That Noise. Edison, you're on the Christian Car okay. Guy Show. Good morning. You want to hear it again before you attempt to name it? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. All right, Edison. What do you okay, think that
1: that's, uh, it's water from a fountain? It's so like to be.
4: It is. It is definitely water, and so you're gonna you're gonna win. However, I would point out there's something else that I'm trying to get at from a mood standpoint. You you know, you know we'll get get somebody else, but it is water and it is moving water. Um, uh-huh. and. And it A
1: waterfall, maybe? A waterfall or something?
4: Ah, it helps. It did, when, I it mean, I, I, to, when we come to these road-raging moments. <laughs> so, it's all right. You win, Edison. We're going to get it to you. You're right. You're exactly right. That's oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: love you guys, man. You're very entertaining. I listen to you all the time. We're just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, you got. You come up with some of the most methodical <laughs> stuff, and you're very elusive. And I appreciate it. You're very kind.
4: Thank you, Edison. God bless you. I appreciate. Hey,
1: you I gotta ask you one thing though. Please, please, yeah. You guys are the car guys. I know. This, and, and but you always do this. My pillow, and you you talk about. Oh, you know. I know you make a good living and all that. and You're a very successful guy. But you talk about. Well, you got this pillow and. Uh, your wife's trying to get the pillow. Your wife's trying to get the pillow, and you've had the pillow for like four years. Has anybody ever you get to buy to kids some pillows?
0: <laughs> my
4: granddaughter is the fiercest competitor for my pillow. I'm just oh, telling yeah. you. And I know. Uh, it, you know, when you when you work in radio, they give you stuff, you know, to try to check out. And 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 interestingly, that one just really did work out good for me. So. I, yeah, I, but I mean, if the kid's been taking the pillows and it's still on medicine, if you could just,
1: you, you surely, maybe we could send you some money to get another <laughs> pillow. Come on, <laughs> now, guys, you know what I'm going with this. <laughs> I love you guys. You really are. You're very entertaining. You really are. You care. You care about people, and uh, God has blessed you so. And I just thank you so much.
4: And okay. and honestly, Edison, I have, I probably have ten my pillows now that. Since that that has come out, you would not believe all the pillows that God has blessed me with. <laughs> that people said yes, all of that. Sure. So, yeah, that's true. God bless you. Thank oh, you, yeah. all right. Okay. Bye, bye, buddy. Bye. So, there you go. There is still an unanswered question. Yes, it's water moving, but it has to do with trying to understand how we can get to be the road sage instead of road rage. And so, again, in order for this show to really be all that it could be, because it's just made today in the studio, so I need you guys to be truthful with me. Where are you struggling to love people? I really am struggling. I, I, I have got this stuff, so I need your help. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUE. So this guy, he flies by you, Right? You've been in the right lane waiting. And then, you know, after him comes a whole line of 40 more cars after we finally started to move. And now there's an 18-wheel truck. And are your bowels moved with compassion to let these people in? I'm just asking. (laughs) so this has been my struggle. And here's kind of where God came after me. It's an interesting thing that I have been trying to figure out this particular verse for the better part of two weeks. It's song of Solomon chapter one, verse eight, where actually the Shulamite is asked where the, the great shepherd, where he, you know, ship, where to, where to find him. How do I, you know, and the picture is, is Jesus, how do I find you when I'm looking for you? And his answer is phenomenal. And I've understood many parts of it for years, but I've been always wondering about this one part. So here's, His answer, the good shepherd, he says, if you do not know yourself, oh, most beautiful of women, go out yourself in the footsteps of the flock and graze your kids by the shepherd's tents. And so, I mean, that's really cool. Jesus is saying, look, if you go in the footsteps of the sheep, you take the ancient path, right, you're going to end up, you know, finding the good shepherd, and, and I love that, believe me, and it's, you know, this is Solomon. His dad wrote the 23rd Psalm. He, he understands the Lord is my shepherd, believe me. <laughs> but he was also, right, one of the wisest people that had ever lived. So why does he mention these goats? Why is he talking about goats up there with the sheep? And that has perplexed me for two weeks. And inside of that answer, I think I found some answers to how to be a road sage Instead of having road rage, but in order to really get raging here, we need your Ragers. 866 348 7884. Help me out. Give me a call. here to serve or be served? Are you a road rager or are you a road sager? <laughs> are you a road sage? And what goes into being a road sage and what does it goes into that service? We're digging into that, but we're still playing name that noise, which we heard a little while ago and and uh, Keith will play it again in a minute. He's got somebody on the phone. But as soon as he, he, he gets a moment, we'll play that noise again. So you feel free to call in and guess. Because they did get it. it. was There's there's water moving in it. There's no doubt about that. 866 348 to talk about where you struggle loving this time of year. And no doubt, as, as time gets short and there's more traffic, like yesterday, I needed to go run out and, and run an errand for my father. The traffic was unbelievable. And I, I was running out of time and all of a sudden the tension starts to come in and it's it's so much easier to find yourself raging <laughs> instead of saging when those moments come in. so as, as Keith gets the rest of that information, uh, as right before the break, I talked about in the Song of Songs, which is this is where God gave me this. It's just really, really amazing. I had been studying this verse for a long time. And, and for the last couple of weeks, specifically asking that question, but, but I don't want to miss the, the beauty of the verse, is here this woman is dearly in love with Jesus, in love with her lover, and she's asking, where do I find you? Where do I find you? And he says, if you don't know most beautiful of women, go out and follow the footsteps of the flock. And then there was this next line that really had me just pondering. And graze your kids by the shepherd's tents. So that word kids right there is very specific in the Hebrew. It's a female baby goat, a female baby goat. And uh, so why would Jesus be telling her about shepherding baby goats up there with a sheep? And, I went everywhere I could think. I'd looked at ancient rabbis. I looked at Matthew Henry. I went this question, to every commentary I could look, but I couldn't find anything that was very specific about the, why it was that we would graze goats among the sheep. Now there is a lot of teaching Jesus have about how to tell the difference between sheep and goats. And I, and I even talked about that on some of my shows last week, but I, just couldn't understand that one. So I, I, I've talked many times about I pray every morning for a period of time. And in that prayer is my habit to ask Jesus for a word for that day. And Jesus knew that I was really, really studying, and perplexed by this issue. That word being, why is it with what's up with these sheep sheep and this and this these goats? Why would you say that? And Jesus twice gave me the word, but I didn't have the ears to hear it or the eyes to see it. He had just given me for the word for today, and I just thought that that word meant I was supposed to be hospitable. Until finally, I understand that the word that he gave me, hospitality, was the answer to the question about the shepherds. And it also has to do with being a road sage versus a road rage, right? Because the good shepherds are going to allow those goats to graze among the sheep because right they're they're hospitable it's like jesus taught about tearing the the tears out from the good wheat or you know if you try to pull up the weeds you're going to pull out the good wheat well the good shepherds are going to let these <laughs> these goats go up there and feed amongst the sheeps, right? So practically speaking, Jesus has fed me many, many times while my goats were grazing on all the worst kinds of forage imaginable. I mean, think how many times Jesus was hospitable to you in spite of the fact that you're all over the place. Well, see, this is the place where the Shulamite woman would be safe, where her goats would not get uprooted because there would be sheep in there amongst that, right? So... This is just another word another thing on hospitality that I think is huge. And again, I'm really counting on some phone calls here of where you struggle. 866-348-7884. Hospitality and hospital have the same root. I don't know if you ever thought about that. But that word hospitality and hospital are very very similar. And the truth is, if you weren't sick, you wouldn't need a hospital. <laughs> And in a way, if you weren't sick, you wouldn't need hospitality. So, yes, Marvin the Merger. Baby, you're wondering how I got here. Well, here's how I got here. So Marvin the Merger has some goats that he is grazing. He's in a hurry. He's got a lot of reasons why he went out there and needed to pass everybody and made himself first. Right? So Marvin the Merger has some goats, so he needs some hospitality. He needs a hospital. See, he needs grace. See, grace is favor. It's not supposed to be merited. It's supposed to be a gift. So when you let Marvin the Merger in, you see what's happening is you're giving him unmerited favor. You're giving him grace. You're saying, okay, he has some goats that are out there with his sheep, and he, and, and, and I know this is easier said than done. Believe me, you're talking to know about the flood of this, but have you ever considered what hospitality it is when you're driving are you out there driving to serve or be served I It's a challenge and I would love to know your challenge Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. 866-348-7884 I got Keith now we can play that sound bite again if you want to take a, a turn at name that noise and see if you can name this go ahead Keith play it All right, so that's sort of a mood thing, that noise right there. And you can call us at 866-348-7884 if you want to play Name That Noise, or if you want to share a story where you struggle. So part of what I talked about as far as being a road sage instead of road rage is this concept of being counterclockwise. And, And this is really cool. God showed me... That a big part of not road raging is to be counterclockwise. Now we know that Solomon definitely had some wisdom, and there's some wisdom to being counterclock. In other words, the good could, could, the good Samaritan, right? Did he consider what how time he needed to get to his next appointment or whatever was going on? He was counterclockwise when it came to his brother's need that was laying on the side of the road. And so when we are in the midst of trying to be a road sage, being counterclockwise is definitely a part of that. We have Debbie, who has a story about the hospital. Oh, I'm excited about that. When we come back, I hope she'll she'll stay with us. And we need you to call us, 866-348-7884. Most days, we just
2: lay around the castle. Flabby, fat, and lazy, you
1: walked in and up the daisy It's a guest, it's a guest. Sakes alive, well, I'll be blessed. Wine's been poured, and thank the Lord, I've had the napkins breathless. Are we
4: we here to serve serve or be served? Are we road sages or road ragers? (laughs) We've got... Those questions to ponder today at the Christian Car Guy. Of course, we want to mention ChristianCarGuy.com, the Jesus Labor Love, Car Repair Labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. going to share a couple stories about that in a minute. But I am very, very excited because I have Debbie is in Raleigh, and she's got a story about hospitality to share. Debbie, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Thank you for holding on through the break. Oh, thank you so much for
5: taking my call. I um, just got in my car, and I just caught the tail end of your story about the goats and the sheep, and just in that 60 seconds, it made such a difference for me. I was thinking about how I've been living my life and thinking I'm trying to live such a Christian life, and I um, was really yelling at drivers yesterday that were being so rude, and. Your story just touched my life so quickly about so many different aspects of it that um, I just wanted to call and tell you um, about people being hospitable when they're driving and just, uh, you know, being hospitable to the goats in the world (laughs) and and every aspect. It just made such a difference. And from this point forward, um, I'm going to try so much harder in every area and uh, to be hospitable to others. And just that 60 seconds just changed everything for me this morning.
4: Oh, I, you know, it changed it for me first. <laughs> Cause I was really, 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 st- I struggle here. I mean, I'm with you and I, and I know what the Bible says about how I'm supposed to treat my brother and all those things. And I'm, I'm, I'm really asking God, you know this is a harder sin for me to overcome than any sin that I that I really think that I struggle with is really really getting frustrated and not loving people and and when he gave me this idea of am I here to serve my fellow drivers or I'm here to be served did the, did the good Samaritan take the time to help the guy that was hurting um and clearly those people that are are butting in and they're doing all the stuff they're doing chances are they're mad and they're hurt
5: Right. And as a single mom, it's just very important for me to be teaching the right things to my kids. And I just really appreciate your story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I hope a lot of people heard that made a difference, especially during the Christmas season.
4: Yes. yeah, That's where we really need it. That's where we really need it. God bless you, Debbie. I appreciate so much your transparency and your transparency in calling in today. God bless you. I'll be praying for you if you'll pray for me. (laughs) I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, yes. And and there are so many other areas that I, man, people get under my skin and, and, um, yeah, I, I, here's a, here's a prime example. Uh, I've been doing this Jesus labor love for single moms and widows and families in crisis for years and years. And, um, it it really is a huge blessing to be able to help single moms widows. But, you know, I thought originally when I got into this, that I would go into car dealerships and places like that. And these people would say, Oh yeah, we want to give back. That's a great idea. We'll help, you know, but honestly, you know, I've been treated very rudely at times. <laughs> like we wouldn't want those people's cars in here. Do you not n- realize that those are pieces of junk, and they would they would trash up our shop? And the, you know, you start working on those cars, and it's, there's no end to it. You know, Robbie, what are you thinking? And um, guess what happens? I jump into this judgmental mode of this person I'm talking to, not realizing, wow. They're hurting. They're not seeing things. How can I pray for this person? How can I serve? How can I bring out the best in this person rather than bringing out the worst in them? You know, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing. And I I don't know about you, but I love Christmas movies. And and feel free to call in on that subject. But I I love Christmas movies. And there's this one that I've I probably watched three times this year already because it just amazes me. It's called the Twelve Dates of Christmas. And the character arc in this particular Christmas t- movie is phenomenal because this girl clearly is all about herself. She's on her agenda, and she is clearly here to be served. I mean, everything that she does, this lady wants to give her a Christmas cake. She's rude to her. She's rude to everybody because she has got to get her life straight. And she has got an agenda, and she is not being counterclockwise, right? She's on a time, <laughs> and, and she has really got an agenda. So in the miracle of the movie, she has to relive New Christmas Eve 12 times. And she can't figure out how to get through it until she begins to serve and, and begins to bring out the best in the people around her. And, and so it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing that God gives us another day. (laughs) He gives us another moment because I know I blew it yesterday. I know that I didn't, you know, so if you're like me, you're asking God, you know, come for me in this. and, And what are some hints? What are some ways that I can connect? Because if you're in order to, in that moment when that guy cuts me off or in that moment where that person won't help me with the Jesus labor love, I need to be in that present moment with Christ in my heart, right? Because if I, if my union, and I, I really think John Eldridge has it right when he says Satan's plan is to get between you and Jesus. And if he can begin to break up that union, then he can wreak havoc. But if you're close to Jesus right that moment when that person is, Does something that frustrates you? Now we at least have a chance, which gets back to my um, (laughs) name that noise today. So, Keith, if you wouldn't mind, let's play that one more time because I had a very specific reason for, for playing that name that noise today. And yes, it is Waters, but I want you to think about what might be behind the mood of those waters. We want you to call in and win at 866-348-7884, or something else that helps you stay in the present time with Christ, because, you know, we're supposed to be praying constantly, and, and so I don't stand a chance. Apart from you, I can do nothing, Christ. I understand that, and I can certainly not deal with other drivers. I can certainly not deal with my other family members when they aggravate me, which that's even worse, right? You're putting up the Christmas tree and something happens and oh my goodness, this person that you dearly love and that, you know, and they frustrate you, then I, how can I serve them? How can I not be that girl in the 12 dates of Christmas at the beginning, but how can I be that person that brings out the best, that calls out the beauty of what that person is and how can I be counterclockwise? I think that's a beautiful term. Counterclockwise. In other words, in this moment, there's a lot stuff that's way more important than getting everything up on the tree. Or in this moment, there's something way more important than getting to that appointment that looks like I'm gonna be late for because the traffic is all stopped up and here we are. And so in this moment, Jesus, how can I be counterclockwise? And think like the Good Samaritan of what I could do, right, to bring out the best in somebody that's <laughs> struggling out there. So I'm excited because we have Judith is in Richmond. She's coming up 866-348-7884. So another place that's interesting, and I, I talked about this with, a, with some friends in a men's group this week is the screening aspect of the Jesus labor love, right? Because we have all these people that are wanting help, especially at Christmas time. And so a lot of people say, well, Robbie, how much screening do you do? Well, the thing that scares me always is if I start pulling up all these weeds, am I gonna get some wheat? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know what you have in your life, but I have that one where God constantly has me right there. Where man, I got to make sure I'm not pulling up any wheat with these weeds because it looks like a lot like a weed. But man, this thing could be some wheat. And they 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 were asking for the Jesus labor love, so he's involved. What do I need to do to make sure I get to the bottom of that? We got Judith is in Richmond wants to name that noise. Judith. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: to me, to me, it sounds like water in a brook or a stream and to me that always um denotes calmness and serenity that's what it says to me the uh, moving water B- remain calm judith, remain yes um tranquil
4: yeah you, judith you 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 hit the nail on the head, so to speak, but we don't want to talk about nails when we're talking about calm and tranquil.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. But Nail on the head.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but what we're, we're, you know, in the 23rd Psalm, that's what he says right before you restores my soul. Yes. You make me lay down in green pastures. You lead me beside still waters and yes, and, and my poor soul <laughs> as i'm going down the road it needs some restoration so you're exactly right thank you for calling in and for winning today
0: well you're welcome and god bless you merry christmas and we all struggle with those things you're <laughs> certainly not alone um we went to bush gardens last
4: night oh oh hang on we got to hear about that well, we got a break coming up oh, and sure. work with please sure. hang on sure Every moment. We have a choice. Are we going to serve or be served? Are we gonna have somebody be our guest? Or are we gonna to want to try to be the guest? We have Judith is in Richmond. She was gonna share a story I was dying to hear about Bush Gardens because I used I used to live in Richmond. I know about Bush Gardens. Judith used to oh. with us.
0: <laughs>
4: the big bad wolf is what I think about when I think of Bush Gardens. Oh my
0: gosh. No roller coasters for me. We do the shows. We went to Gloria, which is the Gloria Christmas um, movie uh, show on stage is absolutely phenomenal with the orchestra. Just beautiful. If you miss that, you miss the whole purpose of Christmas at Bush Gardens. Really? But anyway, um, yeah, always on a secular park. It's just amazing. It's, oh, it's just incredible. It's all, the whole Christmas story, it's just beautiful. But anyway, I wanted to tell you that you were talking about frustrations and... Um, Giving in to those, as we all do at times, Uh, we were having a wonderful time. It was six of us family members and one friend. And we're walking around, and about 45 minutes after we had had dinner together, my brother, who still has a flip phone, like my husband, says, "Um, did I leave my phone in the car? I can't seem to find it. And so we're thinking, oh, I don't know. I said, I remember when we came to the park. You said, can you use cell phones in the park? And I said, yes. So long story short, we said, well, we better go back and look, you know, in the restaurant. He said, yeah, because we were sitting on benches. I was moving my coat around a lot. It might have dropped there. So we go in. There's three uh, young teenagers sitting there. And we said, we're looking for a cell phone. So one of the little boys gets under the table and finds it immediately. So we were so thankful, and I said, wait a minute. And so I handed him $5, and it was funny. He didn't—he just kind of looked at me, didn't really even say thank you, but that's okay. It's just kind of who he was. So we were grateful, praising God, thanking him that we got the cell phone. So my brother and my friend were kind of behind us, and we kind of lost track of them. And all of a sudden, he, he catches up and says, I can't find my phone. I just had it a few minutes ago. It's gone. Now, this is like 15 minutes after we found it. Right. So we backtrack on the the walk and can't find it, can't find it, can't find it. So I said, well, let's go to Lost and Found. We went to Lost and Found. He filled out a form. And, you know, I said, Lord, we're going to praise you no matter what. This is just a nightmare. But we're going to praise you and remember why, why we're celebrating. So the gentleman is really nice, takes down the information. Um, I give him my cell number if they find it. And he said, well, the park is almost closing. He said, you know, we if, if it's found tonight, we wouldn't be contacting you because it's, it's the hour. And by the time it's found, getting up to this lost and found, it's a long process. So we said, okay, fine. And thank you so much. We get in our car, we get on the road about five minutes and I get a phone call. This is at 1022 at night. And it was the lost and found. They said, We have found Jim's phone. So he's lost his phone and found it with God's grace and mercy, <laughs> right? all within an hour's time. And so they're going to back to Williamsburg today to pick up. <laughs> 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 so we could have all been ranting and raving and just saying, Oh my gosh, oh, we, we've lost a whole hour of park time because of the government. I,
4: I, I, I am with you, I am tracking that. <laughs> and and so, and really, as you abide in Christ, you get a chance to say, "Oh well, you know, this is part of our adventure today, and we this is yeah. part of what what God's doing."
0: That yeah, really and my cool. brother, God bless him, said, "Well, it could be worse." I could have out. <laughs> he said, "I do have insurance on the phone." He, he was a concern that people would use the phone and make calls and right, all of that. That right. was his main concern. But you know, um, just God's mercy and grace in that situation was just. You know we just praised him and thank him but it was it was easy to say hey, gosh you know Lord why don't you keep up with your phone you got to find a better system <laughs> well what what happened was he had on this this um heavy duty sweatshirt because it was really cold he had on this heavy duty sweatshirt that has pockets in the front and side pockets by the the front pockets well wouldn't you know it the side pocket is connected to the front pocket so that
4: when he put the phone in his front pocket, it's still right
0: out
2: of the side. Again. Oh,
4: wow. Uh, well, thank you, so Judith. Awesome. God bless you. have a great holiday season with your brother. Thank you. Thank you. you I am too. so grateful for that you. story. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have Rodney is in Winston-Salem, has an answer for the noise and a story. Rodney, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Hey, I'm a
2: chronic road rager.
4: Uh, <laughs> me too.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, all my life traveling, ever since I got my driver's license, constantly. You know, everybody else is the idiot next to me. So it's uh, one of those things that, with God's grace, I have been much better at lately. And just the other night, I was off work after about a twelve-hour day, wanting to come home, driving through the country roads, and here, here I am finding myself going about twenty-five miles an hour on you know something should be going 45 miles an hour on and i i see the brake lights i'm like oh they must be turning no they're not turning it's just a turn in the road why are we slowing down i get falling, then i kind of notice oh there's older people in the back seat okay calm down they're just older they're trying to be safe and calm and and it was really hard to Calm myself so that I could actually, you know, be graceful and say that they were, this is what they needed to do to be safe. And okay, I can just calm down and think for a moment instead of trying to just be mad about what I needed to do. So it was one of those things that uh, lifelong trying to get more stage in my life instead of rage. And uh, that was just one moment where I at least caught myself from going too far and boiling over.
4: Yeah, isn't it amazing how Satan would love to get in there, Rodney, and separate you from him? Well, you know he's he's just right there with those still waters, and and if we'll just abide, right? And 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 try to look at at what's going on from a counterclockwise standpoint. (laughs) So I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate you calling in today, Rodney. God bless. Thanks. Right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, we have uh, Max H. Max is in Charlotte. So H. Max, what you got for us?
3: A hey, car guy. We're well. We're 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 bracing for snowmageddon down here. But, uh, <laughs> I'm running some running some errands with my wife. So I'm I'm the secret truth agent down here in Charlotte. But I I may need some. Uh, Christian Carl guy therapy on this one because I, I grew up watching my father driving in traffic. He would always slow down and let people into the flow of traffic and they would usually wave and stuff. But here here's what kind of stirred me in recent years. I, I just tend to do that, not because I'm looking for applause, but I just want to be kind and let people out. I'm thinking, Hey, I may get to my destination 1.3 seconds later than I would have if I slowed down and let them in. And I would say, to ninety percent of the people that I let in, they, they don't even acknowledge. Hey, thanks, appreciate it. And there's there's something that rises up in me, and I go, Wow, really? Uh, what? Who? Who was? Who was your daddy? Who taught you how to be kind? So anyway, it, it's kind of funny because I, I, I'm I'm trying to spread a little love, which I I think I am, and then then I get kind of stirred up. I get mad that they don't seem to appreciate it. And I, I don't know what the. So I, I think I need some therapy on that, brother. I'm. I'm so what do you
4: think? I think you're like me that in that moment, you know, how can I bring out the best in that person, you know, that they're just they need hospital or hospitality, something. But we gotta run yep. thank you. I appreciate you, hey. you know, I'm with you a hundred percent.
3: Keep spreading the love.
4: And like I say at the end of every show, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in thirty three years. So You know, it's kind of an interesting thing to be counterclockwise here as we abide in Christ this season to see what he might have for us in the way of hospitality. So even, and it's interesting that he brings out that. So thank you for listening so much for all the calls today. In Jesus' name.